You are listening to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, your go-to source for unlocking your true soul purpose and unleashing it into your business. I'm your host, Coach Holly Marie, and I'm a reformed old-school business strategist turned spiritual business coach. I'm now helping you to tap into your spiritual power and build it into a business that not only changes the world, but brings you abundantly flowing money while you do it. Stay tuned for an epic show ahead and be sure to share your listening experience on Instagram, tagging me at Coach Holly Marie so I can share the love. Now, grab your crystals, light some sage, and let's get hunting for purpose. Hello, hello, beautiful listener, and welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. Today, we are going to dive into all things about manifestors and the US election that just occurred last week. But before we get into all of the details of that, I wanted to inform you, being the classic manifester here, I wanted to inform you about a bit of a change in direction that is happening with the podcast from this episode onwards. From here on, the Hunting for Purpose podcast is going to be information and podcast episodes specifically about manifestors, the human design energy type manifestors. If you are a manifester, this is going to be a great place for you to listen to my voice, go into some more detail on what the different elements of life is like as a manifester, also continuing to bring on guests to really bring more light to this. If you are not a manifester though, keep in mind that if you're a manifesting generator, yes, this is still going to apply a bit to you. I'm constantly Constantly getting questions from MGs saying, does this apply to me as an MG? Yes, my friend, part of this applies to you as an MG. And if you're not a manifester or a manifesting generator, perhaps you've got a manifester in your life. Perhaps you're married to one, your best friend is one, you've got a kid or parents or siblings or colleagues or a boss that is a manifester. So this podcast is still going to be a really, really great resource for you. And the reason that I'm taking this change in direction is definitely a jump off the cliff for me, okay? This is a very kind of like close my eyes and jump off the damn cliff manifesto moment. I have been pivoting my whole business very surprisingly to really create and lead and support this community of manifestors. And that has been thriving and going incredibly well. But I have been keeping a couple of areas of my business reserved for non-manifestors, sort of uh, like this homage to the old business. The podcast and my fortnightly newsletter have been part of that. And I recently did a card pull last week during the Halloween blue full moon. I did an oracle card spread, uh, really asking spirit and the universal energy, what is it that I'm, I'm not serving in myself here? What is it that I'm overlooking and perhaps holding myself back on? And what's the direction? You know, what's the support and the message that you're giving me for that? It very, very clearly came through to say there is a community and a gathering and a tribe that is necessary to be built and you are elected to build it. So go all in. The answer is yes, go all in. So the podcast and the newsletter will now be all part of this manifesto community. And I, like I said, I'm just closing my eyes and leaping and being okay with this, trusting that this is going to land in exactly the way that it needs to land and be caught exactly by the correct people. So no more babble about that. Let's get into the juicy content. 
obviously, last week was the, the 2020 US election between presidential candidates Donald Trump and Joe Biden. The outcome now, if you've been living under a rock, the outcome is that the new president-elect is Democratic candidate Joe Biden. The US election was a really significant world event throughout last week, but admittedly, it was much longer than that. This has been a four-year journey since the 2016 election where Trump was elected over Hillary Clinton. And I personally, although I'm very clearly Australian, if you haven't picked that up from my accent, and yes, I do live in Australia, I have very deep intrinsic links to America. Uh, We travel a lot to America. My children have spent a significant amount of their childhood in America. So we have a lot of um, nurturing and warmth and sentimentality for the country of America and the culture of its people. But additionally, my business 80% of my business deals with Americans. Uh, We have also, not many people are aware, but we have also been on a four-year journey of uh, the immigration process to emigrate to the States, to lift up our whole family and to move over to the United States and spend our future there. And that has been very, very much a call from spirit. It's been a very long journey to do that. Immigration to the States is very difficult. And we were at the point this year, at the beginning of this year, as we flew home from New York in March, we were at the point of being at the final couple of hurdles in the immigration process. Uh, Trump's immigration policy changes and COVID, the outbreak of COVID in America, really put a slamming stop to that. So my husband and I and my kids, my three kids, have really spent the remainder of this year kind of in this limbo state of feeling like America is very much our home and our future and we have deep, deep energetic connections to what is happening in the States. But additionally, we are physically in Australia for the time being. And While we feel privileged to be here because Australia has been a very, very safe place throughout the COVID experience, it's also been heartbreaking for us to be away from the American people while so much turmoil and destruction has been happening through this election. So that just gives you a little bit of context into my perspective and my viewpoint and my connectivity to this. Um, A lot of people get surprised that I'm, I'm so invested in the United States and that in particular I've cared so much and paid so much attention to the US election. But those are the reasons why and they are also the reasons why I will continue to be deeply connected to the United States for probably the remainder of my life. So let's talk about the US election, okay? If you are a non-American, let me just give you a little overview because the American democracy works very different to the democratic process in other nations. The American democratic process shows that there is an 18-month election campaigning period between two elected candidates. So what people are doing is they're really voting in for, for a Republican president or a Democratic president. The interesting thing about democracy in America that's very different to nations in other places of the world is that the election is not actually won by the popular vote or by the most number of states held by the candidate. In Australia, we we elect in a party and it's based on the, the majority of the states held. In America, there is something called the college electorate. 
And that means there are six key states that are swing states for the college electorate because they hold the most number of college electorate votes. So the 18-month presidential campaign really is not focused on the whole 52 states of America, but it's focused on these six swing states. In 2016, that's actually how Trump won the election. Trump did not win the popular vote or the majority vote. That was won by Hillary Clinton by several million votes. What Trump did was he managed to very cleverly, to his credit, focus on the college electorate. And he won those college electorate states by very, very small margins, which made him the president-elect. So it's no surprise that, of course, this 18-month campaign between um, Donald Trump and Joe Biden has been heavily focused on these six states. This election result was very close still. So we had the interesting nuance this year, just politically speaking, of uh, the COVID experience, which meant that the Democrats were really being called to mail-in votes to be safe, whereas the Republican followers were being called to vote in person on the day. The vast number of mail-in ballots created a slowed down process of counting in these six swing states. So whereas generally we would see an outcome quite quickly from election day, as in all democratic nations, in America, we saw a very prolonged, slow counting process, and which ultimately swung towards Biden. And he has now been pronounced as the president-elect. So that's a little politics lesson for you. And those, that kind of foundational understanding is really, really important because I, I operate within a manifesto community, okay, which means a lot of the communication that I get is from manifestors and a vast majority of those manifestors are American. And here are the things that I have learned from these manifestors throughout this very, very tiresome, um, anxiety-ridden election process. Manifestors feel compelled to be connected to the collective. That is, in fact, where we get our desires and our creative urges from. That's surprising to a lot of manifestors because it feels very individual to us, right? We, we want to create and initiate the things just because we feel an urge to do it. It feels very personal and individual. I want to do this thing, so I feel compelled to do it, to create it, to initiate it, to, to serve it, to release it out into the world. But we feel those things because we, we are actually unconsciously tapped into the energy of the collective. That's why manifestors are often called the visionaries or the edge of the collective or the cutting edge, because we are initiating and creating things that the collective needs, but that the collective cannot see and create on their own. So in an experience like an 18-month-long campaign for essentially the world leader, America still remains the superpower, the most influential nation in the world. The decisions uh, politically that America makes impact the global economy. They impact um, national policy in other nations regarding immigration, regarding economics, um, regarding climate change, my gosh, regarding pretty much everything. America has an influence over every other nation. So the way that American manifestors have been responding is really kind of this direct conduit to what has been happening in the collective. There has been a real surge in this experience of heartbreak. 
there has been a lot of anger because things have felt out of alignment and things have not felt right. There has been a deeply growing sense of hopelessness. Most significantly, that is what I experienced in conversations with manifestors, that there was this sense of hopelessness, that regardless of how much effort they put in, no matter what they initiated, no matter how much they led other people or they followed urges or they honored their energy, there was just this hopelessness about the outcome of the election that Donald Trump was going to get voted in. He was going to remain in. It was it was almost this hopelessness of um People are not ready to grow. The collective does not feel ready to be done with this destruction. The collective does not feel ready to be done with this embodiment of the wounded masculine, which is what Trump was. I had the unique experience of being a manifester who is very tapped into that energy, but physically I was very removed. I'm on the other side of the globe which gave me the ability to have more open perspective about it. It's the beauty of using the undefined Ajna. I could take in multiple perspectives. However, unlike the American manifestors, I was not in the thick of the trauma. And I want to focus on that word for a moment, trauma. This presidency for the last four years has been a trauma. It has been a trauma to the American people and it has also been a trauma to people in other nations. Remember, the influence of America spreads worldwide. This has been a traumatic event. It's been a necessary traumatic event because, as I said, the election of Donald Trump truly was the embodiment of the wounded masculine that we have globally been operating in in the previous paradigm. The wounded masculine was about capitalism, about greed. It was misogynistic. It created a great deal of death, destruction and an imbalanced hierarchy. We all know these things to be true about the way that our global humanity has operated for thousands and thousands of years. It took the masculine and eventually became wounded to a point where it no longer served us. We needed to become really, really in a place of trauma with that to understand how deeply it was destroying us and how deeply it was not serving us in order to be willing to shift into this transition to a new feminine paradigm. 2020 has been the first of a seven-year transition to the new paradigm. And in any transition, the first step is always this shaking loose. It's always this kind of crescendo of everything that has been wrong and misaligned is now breaking apart spectacularly. That creates its own trauma. We have seen murder We've seen essentially the mass genocide of American peoples. Over 240,000 Americans are now dead as a result of COVID because President Donald Trump, previous President Donald Trump, did not enact any policy or measures to protect the American people. Over 10 million Americans have now suffered with COVID and the COVID statistics globally are 50 million. So the Americans' statistics for suffering with COVID are actually one-fifth 
of the world. Just take that in for a moment. America has also been at the forefront of race and racism. It has emerged pedophile rings, right? The breakdown of capitalism and economic greed. The American response to COVID and the way that it has impacted the economy, in fact, crashed the global economy. And the interesting thing is here, just to give a cultural perspective, many Americans are really, really unaware that the American culture and the American um, political and economic system actually creates a bubble for Americans. The world, the rest of the world is very aware that Americans are quite insular, that Americans live within this sort of idealized, very safe, comfortable bubble where they're not aware of their impact on other nations. And they're also just really not aware of the culture and experience in other nations. Whereas generally speaking, as a very generalized statement, most other nations have an awareness of of, uh, nations and cultures and economies and policies and politics around them. Okay. Even that itself, that very insular bubble for Americans is breaking down, okay? And a lot of Americans have been very surprised that the election has had an impact around the world, that the, the economic response to COVID has had an impact around the world. And manifestors are 100% part of that. If you are an American manifester, here's the unique energetic experience for you in this. Not only have you behaved as a manifester in this, being very, very unconsciously tapped into the energy of the collective and receiving that and feeling urges from that. But you've also been an American living in this experience of seeing the American bubble and the American way of life catastrophically break down in front of you piece by piece by piece. On both elements, this is the processing of trauma. It's the processing of trauma. And I wanted to record this episode both for the American manifestors and also for the non-American manifestors to give an understanding of what this journey has been. When a human being goes through the journey of trauma, there is a traumatic response. It is a fight or flight response. Trauma is damaging to a person. The hormonal changes alone in your body make decision-making very, very difficult. They make aligned action-taking very, very difficult. And so a lot of American manifestors have been in this position of feeling either very, very angry or deeply, deeply hopeless. Neither of those places are aligned for a manifestor to create and initiate and lead from. And I wanted to give you this encouragement, American manifestors. We are not expecting you to be aligned right now. We are not expecting you to create and to initiate and to be deeply aligned with your power at this time. We are expecting you to be human. We are expecting you to navigate through healing your personal and your collective trauma We are joining you worldwide in healing the global trauma from this. We are standing with you. We love you. We may not understand everything that you have experienced, 
but we are sending compassion and we are sending love. This episode of this Hunting for Purpose podcast, this is not an episode to tell you how you should be behaving as a manifester in response to the election. This is not even a political statement, but let me be very, very clear. I am thrilled that Joe Biden has won. I am thrilled for the American people. I am thrilled for the rest of the world. I am thrilled that the right outcome came to pass and I was putting my energy as a manifester into out loud manifesting for months that the swing would move to the Democratic candidate. Donald Trump was destructive and needed to go. Okay, end of political statement. Let's get back to the manifesto. There is no expectation for you in this moment or for any of the moments to come, or for any of the moments over the previous 18 months, there is no expectation on you to be aligned. No expectation, Manny. So if you have been struggling this year to really tap into your power, if you have been struggling to listen to your inner authority and make decisions, if you have been struggling to initiate and create, if you feel like you have been in one big perpetual whirlpool of a rest cycle where you sometimes rest, you are sometimes exhausted, you are sometimes restless, maybe you feel like you have just been in a conditioning and a deconditioning process that just will not bloody end. I promise you, You are responding as a manifester would respond to being in the thick of trauma. This too shall pass. You chose to be here at this time. This lesson will be important. What you learn from this time, what you gain from this time will be important. Please remember that as a manifester, we do not often have clarity about why we are creating what we are creating, why we are experiencing what we are experiencing, or exactly the plan for how it's going to work. We live in this balance between uncertainty and fear and also anticipation, creativity and excitement. We feel an urge to create things and to initiate things that is unpredictable. We do not know when it's going to come. We don't know what the urge is going to be. And when we get it, we're uncertain about how it's going to work and what it's going to mean until it's actually done. So when we couple that experience as a manifester, while also being right in the thick energy of trauma, where the entire nation around you and the entire globe around you is feeling uncertain, is feeling scared, is feeling traumatized, where everything is upside down and you don't know which direction is forward. You don't even know what the world looks like around you anymore or how you are ever going to heal from any of this. What you've got is multiple, multiple layers of uncertainty and fear and confusion. I'm not here to tell you that you need to do anything about that. I'm here to give you compassion. I'm here to give you encouragement that it's okay for you to feel like that. It's okay, American manifestors, if all you do for the entirety of 2020 or even beyond into 2021 is just wake up each morning and try to connect with your body and heal. 
If that is all you can do, then I assure you, you are creating and initiating exactly the thing that you need to create and initiate at this time. My heart breaks to not be with you. My heart breaks to not be with you. But please remember that the rest of the world is watching on with love and with compassion. Manifestors in America, we appreciate what you are doing. You are expanding the collective simply by showing up to heal your own trauma. Please keep informing about what you're doing. Please keep informing about this journey every day, what you are thinking, what you are feeling, what you are sensing, what you are dreaming, what you are hoping. Even if there is no hope, even if there are no dreams, even if all there is is confusion, please keep informing us. Please keep letting us in. We want to be part of this journey with you. We stand by you. We stand with you. Thank you for all that you are doing. And let us move forward together as a global collective into this new paradigm, step by step by step, as manifestors tapped unconsciously into the energy of the collective and following bravely our urges. This is how manifestors, the 9% of us, the visionaries, throughout this seven-year transition will once again step up to be the leaders. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this spoke to you. I hope this resonated with you. I hope this healed your heart a little bit. If you are a manifester in America at this time, if you are a non-American, I hope this gave you perspective and this gave you a call to action as America navigates through this post-election period. Until next time, next episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast, please keep going on your journey of hunting for purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hunting for Purpose. If you loved this episode, don't forget to take a photo or a screenshot, jump on over to Instagram and tag me at Coach Holly Marie on your stories or your posts so that I can share the excitement with you. We will definitely be meeting again on the next episode, but until then, keep hunting for your purpose, babe.